episode number 335. I'm fully sold out to my passion and why I do what I do because I don't view it as the game of money. I view it as the game of saving families from poverty, Mm -hmm. saving individuals from anxiety, depression, divorce, anxiety, domestic violence. Like that's what I'm doing. Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutal and Hoff, where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. Well, hello, and welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutal and Huff. You know your boy is always fired up and ready to bring you some fuego in your day, nights and weekends, months, wherever you're listening to the show today. But after this show, I think you're going to want to think about your finances, whether you're in a business and running finances for that business or in your own personal life in a different way. Because we talked about it's going to get more challenging and and our guest knows a lot about finances and those financial habits that we are having that makes us, uh, you know, poor, if you want to call it uh, in many ways. And it's our own doing. So, Mr. Sam Knickerbocker, Sam, are you ready to be real? Oh, yeah. Let's get real. Let's go, boss. I'm excited today uh, to have you on the show because this is a great topic I personally love. Um, So Sam specializes in 21st century financing strategy, guys. This is helping you focus uh, on established, basically building a legacy, but doing it in the world of the 21st century, which is what we live in today, where we have so many different things to invest in. We don't know, you know, the news of the day, blah, blah, blah. But he's gathered, you know, basically foundational folks, uh, financial habits, tips, mindsets, behaviors that you can use to build yourself a legacy. So, my man, I love that. Um, Did you always, as a kid, um, love money? Did you always, like, love managing finances and stuff like that? Or did it come later in life? (laughs) That's, it's a great question, honestly. Um, I would say yes and no. So, we grew up, my, I'm the seventh of 11 kids, grew up in poverty. My parents were pizza hut drivers. Got you. Ate a lot of old pizza, dumpster dough for food. Would go to the the local uh, bread shops and get all the the bread that they had slashed and discounted, they're selling it for pig feed. So it's pennies on the dollar. That's what we ate, right? So I grew up in not the best situation. And with that came with a lot of uh, physical, mental uh, abuse that was not ideal, right? For any child to be growing up in. Mm. That being said, my parents had always like, they surrounded us with great individuals like Zig Ziglar, Robert Kiyosaki, um, all these great Dale Carnegie, uh, Napoleon Hill. Like we would read these books, but in my mind, I only saw poverty. And so my mind growing up was like, that stuff doesn't work. There's no way that works. Cause if it worked, why are we still poorer than shit? Right. Sorry. Excuse the language. Right. That's so very, true though. Very poor. And so, but we did grow up playing cash flow, the game from Robert Kiyosaki. Ooh. And so that was like our monopoly game. The so quadrants, I up, the, qu- the quadrants. Yeah. Kind of trading, buying real estate stuff through the game. Um, learning income statements. So I just like knew it. It's kind of institutional knowledge, but it wasn't until I was older when I actually went to school for neuropsychology that I realized the biggest way to have an impact on the demographic of, of parents, children, people struggling from anxiety, depression, suicide, those things was to actually teach people how money works rather than just uh, trying to help repair something. I could just prevent it. Right. And then it got more into like, well, why don't people live the life that they want to live? And it came down to time or resources if you ask somebody why they don't have the time, well, I got to go to work. Why? Because I need money. Okay, so really the problem's money. Right. Resources. Why don't you have the resources? Because I don't have the money. Okay, so really it comes down to a financial conversation. And here's the thing that I think everybody should listen to if they get nothing else. Some of the wealthiest people I know 
earn the least annually. Right. And some of the brokest people I know earn the most annually. So your level of income or your ability to invest or whatever doesn't really matter. It's your attention to your money that, that matters. So to just be clear there, like I'm not going to be talking about any investments necessarily, but just think like, how closely am I attentive to this? Statistically, people spend more time planning out their next vacation a year than they do their money wow. annually. That's, That's sad. It is sad. That is sad. And honestly, I do. I, I, uh, I had some tough times with my finances, Sam. When I first started my business, I bought a house at the wrong time. Bought a house, it closed in 08 or 09, January 09 or something crazy, you know, where it like peak of the market bought. Cause I, that was just where I was my trajectory in my life at that point. And I, um, I probably going back would have waited, right? But we, we didn't know that those kind of things were going to happen the next couple of years, what was going to unfold. 2013, short sold the house. Thank God, walked away from some debt. Uh, and then literally from that point, created a snowball in my life due to a few decisions by saying, Hey bro, you got to stop, you know, where you're spending time, where you're spending your money, uh, focus on your businesses, uh, cut out, uh, unnecessary waste. So start meal prepping, make those $2 salads, make those $1, you know, salads that you can eat instead of going to Subway or going to somewhere else. Not only does that save you time, but it also saves you money. And, uh, and one of the smartest things too, Sam, I started doing is, uh, putting a little bit of money or skin in the game outside of my business. And that was, Buying Tesla stock, buying Amazon stock, buying Shopify stock, buying Nvidia stock at nine dollars or so, and 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 then literally just waiting and sitting on this stuff, um, and, and and where these companies are now, obviously working for me, and then obviously you have tough days when the market's down, up and down. But as an investor, you know that long term these are businesses that uh, make revenue, and uh, and and also today there's a lot of different types of investments too. So. I learned the hard way. And then I think the biggest thing that's drowning people right now, Sam, is credit card debt because they're not living in the moment of what they can afford. They're fast forwarding to something they can't afford to pay it off. Who knows? God knows when, uh, you know, uh, in many different categories, right? Yeah. I think, I think that credit card debt is such an interesting thing because it's like anything and this might be controversial. It's not meant to be, but it's like a gun or a spoon or something like credit cards are potentially one of the coolest things ever invented, right? Absolutely. And they can be super, super helpful or super, super damaging. Right. But, and that's why I don't really focus as much on like that aspect, but I like to focus on the habits, mindsets, and behaviors because the habits, mindsets, and behaviors are what's the, what's the real issue. The habit is that you're, you are not really tracking your money, mm. right? The, the mindset is that you don't need to track your money. <laughs> you know, like, right. so you're habitually not tracking your money and I'm then you're, spend, you're overspending as a behavior and then you're getting stressed, which then causes more depression, which then causes more spending, uh, from, a from a shopping therapy is what they call it. Right. Consumer therapy. But th this is a cycle. And so, yeah, the money's a problem, but the money's not the problem. The problem is for most people that they don't actually value themselves. They don't actually value, they don't know where their own value is. And so they're seeking for outside validation of that value. And that's where it's like, yeah, it's a money conversation, but the reality is it's nothing about money. Your money problems have nothing to do with money. Zero zip zilch. They have everything to do with statistically what happened to you before you were eight years old, mindsets, beliefs that you chose into based on a dirty look 
uh, uh, somebody said, or, or you brought home a bad report card and right. you got scolded for it. And so now you're embarrassed to report something bad. And so rather than ever having to account for a bad decision, you just don't do your personal accounting ever, right? Because if, you, if it looks bad, you just don't want to know about it because that means something about you, you being that little child who didn't have a choice in what was happening to them. So it's really a lot of the inner work that when, when I'm sitting down with people, I'm going deep into the inner work the, the, the money side on the outside, that's all going to be the results. That's the symptoms. You know, if you've got a bruise, right. you don't just be like, oh, I better doctor up the bruise. You've got to figure out why am I bruised? You know, like what the heck's going on? Why, why is this happening? Especially if it's repetitive. Right. Well, why do I keep getting bruised here? Right. How can I avoid this bruise happening? Yes, the bruise needs to heal. We get it. But mm. how do we avoid the bruise next time? How do we avoid the cut? How do we avoid the emotional trauma? And that's where I spend most of my time. And the, the financial aspect, that's an outcome of, of doing the inner work and really identifying those habits, mindsets, and behaviors that are keeping you down in the poverty cycle. Right. And then at the end of the day, uh, it's up to you to look yourself in the mirror, guys and ge- ladies and gentlemen, and make those changes because at the end of the day, Sam can give you the blueprint. He can give you the, the strategies, but then you got to implement them on a daily strategy. Uh, uh, just like I say for fitness, if you want to lose weight, chicken and broccoli, every meal for the rest of your life, you're probably going to be leaner than you were starting, uh, today (laughs) because chicken and broccoli for every meal. Now there's a burnout point where, okay, how bored are you going to be with chicken and broccoli? But if you're seeing results, someone might get a lot of value from that real simple, right? It's a real simple thing hard to execute. Yep. And so I think that that is also what comes back into the habits and behaviors is some of these things, Sam, are very simple, hard to execute, I think. And, yeah. and but, but, but you can, guys, just know that you can. People are doing this around you. There's so many examples. Uh, what is one of the biggest challenges that people are having here right now? I mean, obviously coming through 2020 craziness, coming into 2021. Honestly, it's it's fear of finding out. It's fear yeah. of pulling back the curtain and looking. And, and part of it is time. You know, people don't, and this is a fallacy um, of belief, right? Because people don't feel like they have time. We all have the same amount of time. So like, it's what you choose to do with your time. Right. If you're watching any Netflix, then you have time. You know, if you're doing anything recreational, you have time to track your money. So it's not right. really a thing about time, but that's what they feel. So what I think, what's helped me the most, and again, this is, this is not a, a recommendation or commercial or anything like that, but the, the app Mint, M-I-N-T dot com, I, I look at budget tracking or money tracking stuff all the time because I'm always looking for something that's best. Mint, it kind of gamified the whole money tracking aspect and then they implemented the psychology we're all used to, green, yellow, red, right. from a, a good to spend, slow to spend, stop spending technology, like mind technology into their their tracking system. Mm. So it's not as much about budgeting as it is about a tracking system. And what happens is even if you've never used it before, you put your accounts on there, it'll backdate 90 days of your transactions. You go in and categorize that and you're looking at a color wheel and you're like, dang, I spent $400 a month on fast food last month. Then it's, it's no longer about no, nobody has to tell you, you know, intuitively when you're overspending, right? So nobody has to tell, nobody like myself or anybody else is going to come and say, oh, you should change how you're spending. It's, hey, this is your reality right now. This is where you could be. You're an adult. You can make your decision on what you prioritize, but people aren't able to prioritize until they know where it's going. You can't grow your business or yourself or your money or anything else until you know it. 
And so the biggest failure breakdown is people just simply aren't tracking it. There's more money in people's bank accounts today than ever before in American history as a right. whole because right. of stimulus checks, because of a lot of stuff. Right. There's more money than ever before. There's no excuse not to have money other than you just haven't paid attention to it. You haven't tracked it. And so just if all anybody did is just simply track where your spending is, don't judge yourself for it. Don't say it's good or bad, whatever. Just track it. And then once you start seeing it, you're going to be like, okay, I would rather do something else with it. Is there a goal for a percentage or a, uh, you know, I always like say start, start small. Like I did the food thing, guys. I said, hey, I can make my own meal preps. I can learn how to do this. And that saves you thousands of dollars that you can invest. Yeah. Uh, is, there, is there a strategy or maybe some, it depends so, on the person where they're at in life? Yeah, I mean, so these are, these are just generic like numbers, right? But I would say on average, if you're working a W-2 job, Right. Maybe three to six months of emergency fund somewhere. Absolutely. You know, that, Absolutely. I don't know, whatever that looks like. If you're, if you're self-employed or entrepreneur, you probably want nine to a year, nine months yes, to a year, do. right? Because you never know what's going to happen. Um, if you have ever read The Richest Man in Babylon or The Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, then they, they would suggest at minimum 10% of your gross revenues being put away for later, right? Yes. And then they, they consider it like gold babies, right? You don't want to be eating your gold babies. That's not your short-term savings. That's not your, hey, I want to buy a house in 10 years or five years. This is like, hey, this is my long-term, I'm never touching this until I retire type 10%. And then you've got another 10%. And I would suggest, right? And depending on which book you read, they're going to suggest as well, charity. People, yes. this is where the, the psychology comes from. If you're living and you're not giving any charity, then the assumption is inside the subconscious emo emotion, habit, mindset, and behavior is I don't have enough. So I have to use everything that I have. I don't have enough to give. The moment you start living an existence of I have enough to give and you're, you're giving enough that it quote unquote hurts. That's when you actually just start attracting more money because your mindset is I have more than enough and I will continue to receive. It's the clenchers. It's the people who are hoarding money, um, hoarding anything right. that end up, never gaining a lot because they're, they're too scared to actually let it go, right? It's called the currency. If you think about electricity, it's meant to flow, right? DC current lost out to Thomas Edison. It didn't work. AC current won. And there's a reason for that. Money's like AC current. We need to have an alternating current. If you put a dam in the way, you stop the flow, flow in and out. So you got you to gotta let that money flow in your life. And th again, those are, those are energies. Those are habits, mindsets, behaviors it has nothing to do with the growth of money or investing or budgeting or any of that. It's just like the energy around how you feel your relationship with it. You got to get that on point. And that's the beauty of making money too. I think Sam is that, uh, you can give feeding America is my favorite. One of my favorite charities guys. Cause you can, you can, for every dollar, it provides like seven meals or $7 in food. And, uh, I mean, obviously there's a lot of great charities and you can do a lot of cool things. I, a lot of times will just give away some of my autographs to people. I'll just be like, Hey, I got an extra autograph. Cool. I'm going to be sending my boy a package. Uh, maybe after this show, I'll find out what, what team my man Sam likes. And I'm literally giving away as much as I'm collecting. I'm giving away parts of my collection. And another fun way you can do on social, if you want a fun tip guys is pull out five bucks or 10 bucks and gift cards and give them away on social to get engagement. 
on a post. Mm -hmm. And that is another really great way for business pages, obviously to trick the algorithms and things like that. Uh, and obviously just another way to use your resources too. Like you said, spin the love and, uh, uh, it all happens because you were able to make that more money and, and it keeps you driven guys to keep making more money. Uh, because we know yeah. about, you know, more, more and more people are learning about self-limiting beliefs, but it's a hard to hard thing to realize, uh, in the moment. Um, but yeah, so who Absolutely. do you really love working with, man? I mean, what kind of people do you really love working with specifically? I like working with people who are ready to learn. I mean, honestly, there, there's no there's no income difference. Uh, if I was to like really nail it down specifically, just for anybody who's listening, I love working with loan officers just because got you. The, and there's somebody who have a, an interesting problem. If you're half good at loans and you're making lots of money. four or five hundred thousand dollars a year. And um, you're getting taxed like crazy and you don't know what, like, even after you've done all of your favorite things, you still don't know how to get rid of enough money. Right. Um, and it's just sitting in the bank. So anybody who has money sitting in the bank, like, let's, let's that, that's a, That's an issue. Um, and it's an emotional issue too. I have people who are like, I'm great at saving, right? They're putting four or five, six thousand dollars a month away into their bank accounts. Wow. But then when you say, okay, well, what's the rate of return there? Zero. Okay. Well, what if you put it somewhere else that was getting seven to eight? Yeah. Yeah. Right. What, what would the emotional relationship be there? And they're like, Oh, I couldn't do that. Right. Because they value the immediate gratification of being able to access it. Right. So that's another mental block. Yeah. When was something taken from you that you had to experience delayed gratification and it turned out badly? Why are you emotionally scared of a long-term commitment? Mm. You know, like that, that's an emotional thing. It has nothing to do with the money. It goes back into the emotional thing. Cause when we're talking about legacy, the way I think about legacy is how do you want to be remembered in six generations from now? You've got autographs mm -hmm. from people here. They're, if they aren't already dead, they're definitely thinking yes. about six generations from now. They're building a legacy for six generations from now. They're not thinking about, man, I'm going to, I'm going to be the greatest country artist of all time. Right. And, and then my stuff get forgotten, right? They're hoping their music stays around forever. Like Willie Nelson, like these people who are, it's like, absolutely they're they're there to stay okay so absolutely what are you thinking about are, are you still just living day to day or are you structuring in your mind what are people saying about me six generations from now you know when you're thinking that long term your actions are different what you do with your time your money your resources your relationships the way you treat your spouse your kids everything changes when you're thinking long term and not tomorrow or today and self-gratify myself yep. and so that's what i would just say is like I love that conversation. Um, and so anybody who's really willing to take an honest look at themselves, that's the person I want to sit down and chat with just because I want to help you to go to the next level, you know? And if you're not there yet, that's fine. Right. Reach out when you are. Right. And follow my man on social. We'll give the links and things like that or on his website as well. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I completely agree because also you're going to miss the ups and downs. Things go down. They go up. Crypto and stocks have been going down lately. <laughs> hey, it's a good time to buy on certain things. It was a good time to be selling some Dogecoin along the way, along the journey. Uh, <laughs> I had a few uh, and I was selling them on the way uh, uh, leading up. And I've been still actually selling a little bit because you know what? I've had a good run on some of them and, uh, and I'll keep some, you know, because that's kind of how my strategy, Sam's always been. And uh, I've always been regretful if I ever got out completely of the investment but I've always also been very regretful if I didn't take profits and I didn't just, you know, take out and have that strategy to the win of the investment and cash out when you've had a 4,000% return in a few months uh, on, on something that you, 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 you take your win and you say, thank you, Lord Jesus, for these opportunities. And you 
put the question is going to really be also is going to be rotation. Where do they put that money? Where, where is that going to go? And I think mm-hmm. uh, we'll kind of get more into that here shortly. Uh, but now, my man, we're about to take you into our top 10. Are you ready? Absolutely. Let's go for it. Apple or Android? Apple all the way, man. Apple, baby. Security. Sandbox. I like it. Uh, Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. Netflix. Instagram or Facebook? Oh, I, I use – I have better conversations on Facebook. I gotcha. like scrolling Instagram and TikTok. So I don't nice. know. Nice. Yeah, more entertainment, more visual uh, value there, but more obviously personal connections maybe on the Facebook because yeah. the OG platform. Chicken or steak, if you're thinking about a good meal? Chicken. Chicken. Laptop or smartphone? Oh, that's tough. I don't know. Probably a laptop. Laptop. Spotify or Pandora? Spotify. Spotify. Movies or video games? Movies. Movies. Reading books or listening to books? <sighs> I'm going to say listening to books it's just faster it's so much faster i can't i don't read very fast i like reading but it's slow and so right. i don't do it very much and it's there's so many uh, uh, adaptions you can do with the audio you can be do, driving on the road working yeah. out many places you could be and we have just recently had a guest that said he does it at the 4x speed i'm like holy shit how do you take 4x? it 4x oh my god yeah. he does he does I'm like at 4X. two and a half but four and a half there you tough. go yeah so you can speed these things up too guys it's, it's another incredible feature uh, stocks or real estate, if you're thinking about investing. I know it's one about diversity for guys. Hon- honestly, neither. Honestly, neither. Which one would you put it in? Tell us, tell us. Um, yeah, so I, I, I'm a, the, probably the most conservative person that you'll ever meet. So I, I, lo- I love me some good insurance products. Like I, oh, okay. I, yeah, no, I stay away from too much risk. If it, anything better, if it's just barely the, better than the bank, I'm happy. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah, I'm like a singles and doubles money ball playing the, playing right. the baseball game. No, no fireworks, no strikeouts, no, no home runs. Just a nice little slow like game that. for me. Soft pitch, man. That's key though. That's key. <laughs> you know, you're lame, baby. I like that. Oceans or lakes. If you're thinking about a vacation. Lakes. Cause they're, I don't know. It's tough, huh? Depends right now, on we all need a vacation. I, we all need a vacation. <laughs> I like warm water. I don't like cold water. So it depends on. Where it Which is lake? warm Which water lake? over cold water. Got you. I like that because yeah, uh, North Lake Tahoe, freezing cold. I jumped into there. Beautiful, mm-hmm. most uh, pristine water in the world for a lake because they do all this preservation for it and clean up all this stuff. I can't tell you how cold it was. It was like <laughs> jumped into the Arctic. Yeah, Lake Powell is good though because Lake Powell it's it's like eighty degrees, eighty eight. nice in the summer. So like Lake That's Powell, perfect. good. The, the eastern coast, great warm water. Western coast, no chance. Chilly, I stay chilly. way away from that. Chilly, 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 chilly. And when you're waking up in the morning, Sam, and you're getting yourself ready for your day, uh, why do you love being you? This is going to sound silly. One, I just love myself, but I love being able to stand in front of the mirror. And even though I've got a little bit of a dad gut, okay? That's all right. When, That's all right, dude. You're when I flex in the mirror... I still see six dimples, so like I don't even care. Like I love that, like I can fluctuate lots of weight. I look good in the mirror, naked to myself, and I love that. That's very important to love because the most true thing about even I've gone through my own journey of being heavy back to fluctuating. Last twenty twenty was crazy. I'm still somewhere in between of doing my get my get my journey back here because the the gym's opening up and things like that. 
But truthfully, even the most ripped people are not happy. They think that they're fat. They think they got negative body. It goes back to all the stuff we talked about. So thinking yourself and saying, hey, I look good. And the one thing I always like to say is if there's someone that looks good that you think is maybe looking better than you or whatever you think out there, say, hey, they look good and so do I. Uh-huh. It's just a great way to remind yourself, hey, they look beautiful and so do I, you know, and uh, never just to forget that uh, you are special and, and cared for and appreciated. Do you think you'll ever retire from the game of, financial strategies and helping people with their businesses and finances. And, uh, is it something no, that you could quit? I, th- I think the short answer is no, I, there may be alterations in how I'm compensated over the, the years, but, right. um, I, I'm fully sold out to my passion and why I do what I do. Cause I don't view it as the, the game of, of money. I view it as the game of saving families from, from poverty, saving individuals from anxiety, depression, divorce, anxiety, domestic violence. Like that's what I'm doing. Yes. And there's no end to that. So, so no, I don't ever think I'm going to change what I'm doing. And whoever's in the education system needs to be listening to the show, Joe Biden, get the, uh, <laughs> the education director, because we got to get, we got to get this teachings in the schools, man. We got to get this in the schools, how directly correlated this are. And they got to make classes about this. They got to make psychology, psychology of your finances, you know, mm-hmm. something like that, because it's psychology and finances. And, and we need to have, you need to be able to pass that shit before you graduate high school and college. So Absolutely. that you know how to manage your money when you get out, because they give you a goddamn credit card. Oh, this is free money, blah, blah, blah. You don't even know they're, they're it, it's a, it's an epidemic. And the point is we all can get through it but they need to be preparing you this in the education system. Uh, so thank God for people like you, my man, that are doing this uh, privately because most likely it's probably best in private. So uh, do you have a routine to start your day? Is there a way that you get yourself ready for your day? So I, I wake up, I go to the bathroom. This is like the, don't do this, right? That's what everybody says, but it, it's like, makes me happy, right? So I wake up, go to the bathroom and uh, I check I check my Facebook, my Instagram and my and my. Uh, emails yes and just, just to see where it is clear everything so right. that when i'm using my phone for work it's it's all cleared wow. and uh and then i i get on meetings fairly early so like my first meeting every morning starts 7 a.m oh nice every morning then i have a team meeting at eight and then i've got about two hours that i spend with my kids every morning so Ooh, i do all that before that. they get up and then i get to spend time with my family before i ever go to work and that's my favorite thing, favorite part of the day. Papa entrepreneur right there, my man. I love that. I absolutely love that, my dude. Has, is there a skill that you're trying to master or get better at? Yeah, leadership. Like leadership. The, the ability to uh, inspire. So I have what's called an incentive quadrant. There's like extrinsic motivation, intrinsic motivation, extrinsic inspiration, and then intrinsic inspiration. Mm-hmm. And people have to choose into intrinsic inspiration. You can't force them in there. You can get them extrinsic inspiration. You can outside try and inspire them, do something, but assisting somebody in stepping into intrinsic inspiration where they're in, intrinsically inspired to go create, um, that's creating a healthy space for people to step into that and feel valued and important and not like you're trying to force a dream on them, but you're allowing a space and and a system for them to achieve their dream. It's pretty, it's something I'm not natural at. It's, it's definitely taken me years of working, trying to listen to people, ask people their opinion before I share mine as a leader. Cause once you're, if you're the leader and you go out and spout your opinion, who's going to defy you? Who's going to say, Oh, I have this other idea. Right. Very few people. Right. So 
learning to keep your mouth shut and listen to your team and allow your team to be participating and influence your decision before you speak, it is difficult for me to like really, really bite my tongue. And then when they say something, you're like, Oh, I want to correct you. Nope. I'm not going to next. You know, it's hard for me. So that's what I've been working on for almost a year and a half. Now I'm getting a lot better but it's still a struggle. So that is one thing that I'm just working on. Not easy. That's a big challenge. Huge challenge for entrepreneurs. Uh, Anyone building a business out there. Uh, If you could sit down to a chicken dinner with anyone in the world, who'd you want to chop it up with? Um... My wife, man. I love can't that. anybody else I'd rather be with than my wife. Like. Love that. Especially <laughs> with kids, right? Like you don't get enough of that time of just the date time and just yeah. the phone time and scheduling that time. I know that that's the most important thing that we can do uh, for those of us that are in relationships for our significant others, my man. So love that answer. Uh, I appreciate your soul, brother. I love what you're doing for people out there. Uh, not only, you know, the, the energy and passion you have behind you, I can feel your motivation. I know you're doing, uh, not only what your soul's purpose is here for, but you're changing people's lives, bro. And that's so important because money and finances, and it's all related to your mind. It's all related to the things that we do have in our self-limiting beliefs, but we can all make that change. And sometimes we need an expert and a coach, uh, in our corner. So Sam, Give me, uh, where is the best place for people to hang out with you uh, on the website, online? Yeah, so Instagram and Facebook, it's sam.knickerbocker, K-N-I-C-K-E-R-B-O-C-K-E-R. So at sam.knickerbocker on Facebook, Instagram. And then um, on my website, if you just want to like schedule a a call, I'll do a free intro call for you guys. Oh, nice. And, And... you can go to my website, samnickerbocker.com. You can also see some of the next events that I'll be speaking at if it's close to where you're at. Feel free to hop in and, and get more details there. And then I have a podcast of my own called The Fuel Your Legacy Show. Ooh. And that's on every major uh, podcasting station, uh, Amazon, Google, Apple, whatever. Um, but you can also go directly to my website and get your favorite link there. If you like YouTube, whatever. whatever I love that. So. so we're definitely going to make it easy for you guys and put that link in the show notes so you can just quickly hit the description and uh click that link my man like i said i appreciate your soul i appreciate your energy and we need more souls like you helping change the financial system and helping the future generations and even our current generations get their money right my brother so folks you've been hanging out with sam knickerbocker and travis too tall and huff we want to thank you again for your time today and let's keep being real what another epic episode. And uh, if you enjoyed the episode today, can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast, The Be Real Show on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. And also take a little time today, if you don't mind, and give your boy T. Huff a review. I would really super appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening today. Do you want to get featured on podcast, guys? You can be a guest. And that's right. You have a story and the people, uh, the good folks at I Love Podcasts. That's I-L-U-V podcasts.com. Do that every single day. This is a new company, guys, in the space of podcast agency. And they realize a lot of the people in the, the space are just, it's just a commodity. And it does, they don't care. And these folks care. 
And I literally love Candy and the team at I Love Podcasts, and they are doing it right for their customers. So you guys can be a guest on a show. I love podcast.com. That's I L U V podcast.com. Let's go.